Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. As I talk to you right now, I literally have five wild turkeys outside in my yard eating the scraps from the bird feeders. Now, they sure are funny. And why is this appropriate to the afterlife conversation? Well, I think the whole point of believing in the afterlife, besides knowing that our loved ones live on, that we'll see them again, is that we realize that our life is for a purpose. And I have found that I'm able to slow down and pay attention to the miracles in life. Now, not all the time. Albert Einstein once said, we could look at life as if everything is a miracle, or nothing is a miracle. And so when we realize that we are living in these energy vehicles called our bodies that are self-sustaining, we don't need to plug them in. We just need to add a little food, a little water, maybe a little sunlight. And we can survive for a great many years. I mean, that's miraculous. And then when you think about where we came from, when our parents first came together, and voila, the Big Bang, so to speak. And here we are with so much intelligence. And then you think about things like the never-ending universe, and you think about on a quantum level that we are all made up of vibrating energy. And that energy can live in the same place as another form of energy. So yeah, around all of us, we may have GPS signals and wireless internet signals and our television signals and radio signals and so many other things. Your microwave oven is on. Well, there's microwave energy floating around. The afterlife, the hereafter, is another form of energy living in our same space. Now, we think that the afterlife is somewhere out there, but I actually think we are part of it. Our brains, our minds living here on earth, we can't possibly fathom how big our universe is, right? So same thing goes for the afterlife. We haven't been there. We haven't experienced it. Although there's some people that have had near-death experiences and through mediums, people have shared what the afterlife is like, but it's not until we actually experience that we know how it is, if that makes sense to you. So back to my turkeys. When COVID hit back in March 2020, my mom and I lost our 35-year-old catering business. And up until that point, that was my job. That's what paid the bills. 
and I was grateful to have it. My research into life after death was more than a hobby. It was a passion, but it wasn't anything where I could earn money. Maybe a book would sell and I received just less than $2, I think, per book sold of my book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. But when COVID hit, we lost everything. We lost our business and we had to start over again. My mom bought a new house, which is great, a house in the country, which is why we get wild turkeys here. In all that time where the future was uncertain and we weren't to be around other people, I just thought it'd be a nice thing to do is look at some bird feeders with maybe some cardinals that would come to join us. Little did I know is anything that we can pay attention to that relaxes us like bird watching or petting a dog or cat. Anytime we can show love and be nurturing like that, it actually reduces our stress level. And not only that, but they say people that are bird watching and people that have pets live longer. So there you go. Back to the pandemic. I was a girl who traveled a lot. My dad was an airline pilot, my mom a travel agent, so I had absolutely no fear of flying. And I got a call just about a month ago from Tom, who's the executive producer of Coast to Coast AM, and he asked me if I'd like to be a guest on George Norrie's television show called Beyond Belief, which is on the Gaia Network. And in a panic, I thought, uh-oh, that means travel. And I don't know if you've been like me, but it's been hard not being around people and then all of a sudden being confronted with getting on an airplane and traveling from Boston, Massachusetts to Colorado, which their studio is in Boulder, Colorado. But of course, I said yes. My passion and my life's work really is to share everything that I know about the reality of the afterlife to help people live powerful lives. So I said yes to Tom to go on the trip. Why <laughs> I'm telling you this, and I'll tell you about the trip in just a minute, but when it was time to fly home, I got to the Denver airport a little bit early and it was morning and I was hungry. And so the bar by the gate was serving breakfast. So I ordered myself an omelet and a cup of decaf coffee. And as I'm waiting for my food, the guy nearby, a few bar stools down, says, oh, where are you traveling? And I told him back to Boston. And he says, oh, do you live there or do you live here? And I said, well, I live just south of Boston. And he said, well, what brought you to Colorado? Now, my sister and my niece live in Colorado, so I was really quick to say, oh, I have family here. But then that voice said, you know the voice, tell them about your book. Tell them why you're really here. This happens to me so much that it's like that voice is so loud. I said, well, I got to be interviewed for a television show. And he says, which show? And I told him. And he says, well, what was your topic? <laughs> and I said, well, I wrote a book about the afterlife. And I was talking about the reality of the afterlife. Well, it dawned on me that this man was hard of hearing. And 
So he says, what, what's that? Come again? And I said, the afterlife. I wrote a book about the afterlife. It's called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And if you could see the other people around the bar and the restaurant could all hear what I had to say. And then he said, well, what's your name? And I yell, Sandra Champlain. And I tell you what, it is sometimes so difficult to share what I'm up to because the Sandra 25 plus years ago would have been sitting in another bar stool or sitting in the restaurant there just looking at this crazy woman screaming that she's researched the afterlife and thought, no, there's no way. So it's very funny to be living in my shoes. And of course, you're probably the same way. We go through our life and we have all these experiences and we don't remember who we were before. But in that moment, I remembered, I remembered all the times where it took everything I had to be able to say, I'm interested in the afterlife. This is what I found. This is what I've learned about grief and that I want to share it. I mean, I have to tell you, I was petrified to tell people. But what happened was more people than not were really interested. So I don't know what the guy did with that information. I don't know if anybody in that restaurant jotted down the book title or decided to do a Google search. I have no idea. But anyways, I was able to get it off my chest. You know, funny, I'm telling you this story. There was another time I was sitting on an airplane. I had the middle seat in coach and someone on the window side was asking me what I did. And I had the courage to share. And this poor woman was just coming from her brother's funeral. So I really had to share what I knew. I knew my time was limited. I knew she's probably never going to read my book, but I thought, what can I say that will make a difference right now to her? And I poured my heart out for however long we were together, had a really good conversation, some hugs, some tears. And when I left, I had a friend for life. But the lady sitting to my left, I could see her on her cell phone. And anyways, you know how you don't always want to talk to the people sitting next to you on the flight. Well, I ended up turning my head from being concentrating on this woman by the window. And I see the lady is Googling my name and we don't die. She downloaded it (laughs) on iTunes. And I thought, oh, that's really funny. And she and I got into a conversation about the afterlife. And she says, I didn't want to be nosy. And I didn't want to get into your business. But she says, I was really, really interested. So I thought this episode, what if you and I were sitting together on an airplane? Or we met for coffee, and we only had a short time to talk? What would it be that I could say to you that would make a difference? Also, before we leave our separate ways today, we do go through times that whether it's a holiday or a birthday, there's a lot of grief. We think about our loved ones who have passed, and it's a tough time. Winter can be a very, very tough time. I know to our friends down under, 
it's summer to you, it's opposite, but still holiday times and birthdays can be a very tough time. And then before we're done today, there was a contest that was done giving a million dollars, one million dollars in prizes for essays about the afterlife. The results just came out and I was surprised how many scientific people put papers out these essays about the reality of the afterlife. So we'll talk a little bit about it. And in a couple of weeks time, when the essays come out, I will certainly tell you because they're going to make these essays open to people everywhere for free. So you can read what these people had to say. So I'm super passionate about the afterlife. So we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and you'll be sitting next to me on an airplane, so to speak. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash shades. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Jenna Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are talking about what it's like to travel with Sandra on an airplane. Before I do, I was so excited to be a guest with the great George Nori, the host of Coast to Coast AM last week and delighted to be able to share about the afterlife and all my latest information and just to be in his company. I mean, he's a great man and Coast to Coast AM is one of the biggest radio shows in the world. And before I had left, in fact, weeks before the interview, the Gaia Network wanted a list of questions that George could ask me. And I compiled them in a nice order. And then, of course, you know what happens. We get to the studio. I get my microphone clipped on me, sit down, and it's just a heart-to-heart talk with George Norrie and myself. So in a second, I realized, oh, they're not going to ask me all these questions, but better off because I know what's in my heart. I know my experiences. And so you may have already learned in your many years of life, but the best way to be in a conversation is a hundred percent listening. When someone asks a question, you are so present. And I don't know if it's our soul or our wisdom. I don't know, but it's like the right answers just come out of your mouth. You need to be 100% really listening to the other person as opposed to being thinking in your mind, oh, maybe I can talk about this. There is magic in being in the present moment. So he asked me all kinds of things and I loved it. And the 45 minutes I was sitting in my chair absolutely flew by. When you are so present, sometimes it happens. You don't even remember what was said. So it was only when I flew back and I was on the airplane, did I realize some of the great things we had talked about. It will be several months before that episode comes out. I'll certainly let you know when it does. So let's get back to traveling with Sandra. I'm somebody who will talk to anybody. I'm very polite, but I'm also very mindful of people sitting with me. You know, you get somebody with their nose in a book, very clear that they don't want to talk. Also, in this day, Everybody has to wear masks on airplanes, so not as easy as it was before. But I'll tell you about some of my past flights. In fact, right when my book first came out, I had so much fear in telling people. Although I had a publisher who was 100% behind my words, in fact, I had written a book proposal about everything I wanted to share in my book, and he had read it to a friend who had cancer and was soon to pass. And my own book proposal made a difference in a person's life, giving them hope. So although my publisher was behind it, it's still one of those maybe taboo subjects that you don't talk about publicly. You know, I don't also talk about politics publicly. You'll never find out who I voted for and why. I think there are certain conversations that people are so polarized, either they believe in one side or the other, and there's no middle of the road. And I find that if you talk about some 
particular subjects, you can either make friends or lose friends. In fact, you could lose 50% of the people out there by sharing some of your beliefs. And I respect people. Our past brought us to who we are today. And while some things that you may hear me say in this show resonate with you, there might be some things that maybe tick you off a little bit that you say can't possibly be true. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. Listen to what resonates with you and take it and run with it. If I talk about something like electronic voice phenomena or signs from our loved ones or doing a practice where you quiet your mind and you invite your loved one to step in close and feel their energy, if one of those or another thing holds truth to you and you find it interesting, go research it for yourself. I wish, I really wish I had a little thumb drive like we stick into our computers that I could just give to you and then automatically you would get my 25 years of experience researching the afterlife and going to some pretty miraculous events to know for sure that the afterlife is real. But unfortunately, I cannot. What I can do is introduce you to the subject, introduce you to some of my experiences, and then if you want to take the ball and run with it and explore it for yourself, that is the way you are going to know. There's a saying about how you live life. You can live it sitting in the stands or you can live it being right on the court. Here on earth, I do believe it's an education for our soul. And there's a big difference between, say, what you learn in college and what you learn living life on the court. Whatever interests you about the afterlife or living life, whatever your passions are, go for it. Take what works, keep it. The truths that I know that maybe you don't care for, throw it away. So here we are. I sit down on the airplane. You might be sitting next to me. That conversation always comes up. Either it's me or the person next door will say, hi, I'm Bob. What's your name? I'm Sandra. Nice to meet you. Always a moment of quiet. And sometime after we take off, why are you traveling? Business or pleasure? And it depends, obviously, the answer to that. But I really have had times where I was too afraid to share what I was really up to. And I would tell people the business I did pre-COVID, which was cater for race car teams. I would say I'm a chef for race car teams. Find out what they did. But I tell you, if we pay attention to that little voice in our head, the good one, the empowering one, it said, tell them about the book. Sandra, tell them about the book. So strategically, I always pack a book with me and I would say, and I'm also an author. What did you write? Comes the next question. Again, this is my own fear, but it's easier to pull out the book sometimes than say I wrote a book on the afterlife. I've had times where somebody would grab the book out of my hand. One gentleman spent three hours reading my book, didn't even talk to me, except for every so often, looked at me with tears in his eyes and just grabbed my hand and gave me a little shake, like this really has hit home for me. Another time I was talking to 
a woman who was in the center seat. Her husband was in the window seat and I was in the aisle. And I was talking to her about the afterlife and her dad had just died. And I see the husband like shaking his head. You know that I don't believe in any of this. And so the wife whispered to me, he doesn't believe in any of this. So I thought, okay, you know, our job is not to push our beliefs on other people. But if we have something to share and someone's willing to listen, then by all means share. Well, I had showed her the book. She set it on her tray table. And as I'm talking to her, the husband grabs the book. (laughs) So while I'm talking to the wife, I see the husband with this really concerned and skeptical look on his face as he's flipping through the pages. Next thing you know, the flight is almost over. We are landing and the husband had had his nose in the book the entire time. After we had landed, I got a huge thank you. He says, I never believed in this. But he said, you wrote it in a way that you were skeptical. So it was easy for me to read as if I was walking in your shoes. Don't think it's an accident that the subtitle of my book is A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. I gave it a great deal of thought that if I'm to have a book titled We Don't Die with such a bold title, I needed people to know that I started off as a skeptic and never believed in this at all myself. In fact, an interesting story Just before I published the book, I knew We Don't Die was the title, but I didn't have a subtitle. And I had a friend who has just recently passed, I'm sorry to say, named Travis, who helped me pick my subtitle. And it's very interesting because on the very same time, I was calling him to tell him I've got a great subtitle, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. He had written down earlier that day those same words. He thought it was his idea to have that as a subtitle. I don't want you to think that this episode is a push for you to read my book. It is not. You can have it for free at our home base, which is wedontdie.com. If you scroll down to the bottom and join the email list, it says read a few chapters of the book. And here's the secret. It's the whole book. I personally want you to have every bit of information that I have about the afterlife. I don't want a price tag to stop you. And speaking of skepticism, George Bernard Shaw, the famous playwright, wrote, all great truths begin as blasphemies. Every person who has mastered a profession is a skeptic concerning it. So before any journey, it is so normal to not believe. But I tell you, my friend, there is so much reward in going on this journey yourself. So it's time for our next break. And when we come back, I'll tell you some of the big aha moments that I have and what I do share when I'm sitting next to somebody on an airplane. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are talking about taking an airplane trip with Sandra. One of the flights I was on, I was sitting next to a man who had a lot of grief over his son that survived to tell the story. But as a three-year-old, he ended up drowning and getting resuscitated. While the man felt a lot of guilt that he wasn't able to notice that the son went into the water, tried to swim when he was three years old, and didn't know how to. What did happen was surprising. When the child woke up in the hospital, the son said to the father, Daddy, it's okay. The big face in the sky was with me. His son literally saw a face in the sun that told him that he was going to go back to earth and be with his daddy. As with most people that have had near-death experiences, no matter what age, they make their life about service. And this young man started helping teenagers and children and counseling them and doing all kinds of good things. So you never know who you're going to sit next to. But if somebody asks me, you know, why do you believe what's the biggest reason you believe. Nowadays, I would tell them about Sonia Rinaldi, who is in Brazil. She's somebody we talked to on episode number one, way back when. She is someone who works with electronics and 
cameras and takes pictures of static or steam. And when she goes through the frames of a film, there are pictures of loved ones within it. I'm so pleased about not only what she does, but that we get an opportunity to share her work with the masses. My friend Robert Lyon, who is an Emmy award-winning filmmaker, has taken on a tremendous project of going to Brazil and filming Sonia in her laboratory, how she films, how she goes through frame by frame, how she works with parents, and how intelligent the spirit world is that are able to put pictures of loved ones within the film or the digital film. I don't know if it's similar to electronic voice phenomena where you can record the sound of raindrops, say. The afterlife people can rearrange those sound molecules and put voices on there. But for me, that is the top evidence that we have now of the afterlife. It's really spectacular. But I would tell people about my journey, about my journey of being a skeptic, of not believing in any of this, to developing a really strong fear of dying. And my mom speculates that it comes from when I worked in a nursing home when I was a teenager, and some of the residents died. And so she thinks subconsciously it all just developed into this fear of dying. I'm not really sure, but I do know that it's got me on this journey. And now I get to share with you today. I would tell someone I'm sitting next to on the airplane about taking my very first mediumship course over a weekend and very accurately telling a total stranger details about her grandfather that came into my, what I thought was my imagination. With my eyes closed and holding her hand, I was told to make up a person, use my imagination and tell a story. And in my mind's eye, I saw a man who had a big gap between his front teeth, who had blonde hair and red skin, and he worked on a fishing boat in Denmark, and his name was Jan, and he was puffing away on a cigarette in my imagination, or so I thought. And I told my partner, with my eyes closed, all about this grandfather of hers. We weren't really supposed to be doing a medium reading, The whole idea was to practice and just to use our imagination, or so we thought, because our loved ones come through with our imagination. And anytime there's pressure on us that we have to give a medium reading, in fact, that's what happened to me the rest of the weekend when I really tried to do it, the gift wasn't there. It was only when I was okay with being wrong and I could share that I got every detail right about her grandfather. His name was Jan. He was a fisherman in Denmark. He fit the description and he died of lung cancer. So I was right on the money with that. And a couple other times in that course, I was as well. But like I said, when I had to do it and I tried, all that psychic mediumship ability got turned off. So let that be a lesson to you. When you feel somebody is with you, or you get a memory of a loved one or a smell of grandma's favorite oatmeal raisin cookies, that that's her giving you a little sign. 
I would also tell someone the story about when I went to see Reverend Rita Berkowitz, who is not only a spiritualist minister and the spiritualism faith, people believe in the afterlife. Fantastic service. As you may have heard me mention this, we do one online every Sunday. They're very empowering on a topic, but at the end, the minister is a medium and does a demonstration in front of the congregation. So that's how I met Reverend Rita Berkowitz, who is also a spirit artist. After my dad had passed, as much as I believed in the afterlife, I'm no different than anybody else. We go through very, very deep grief as a human being. I went to see her. And when I walked in, the first thing she told me was that my grandmother was there. And my grandmother, I called her Grammy, died two years before my dad died. Reverend Rita told the story all about my grandmother. She was very, very tiny, described her, shared some memories that we had together. And it made me feel really good that my grandmother was there. And as I sat down and Rita picked up her paper to draw and her pencils, she said, dad is here too. With her hand on the paper or on the pencil, the eyes came out first. She drew beautiful brown eyes. And then she drew a picture of my dad that looked very close to what he looked like when he was in the Air Force, when he was in his 20s. Now he died at 74. He had cancer. He was in bad shape. He had gray hair. He had tubes hooked up to him. He did not look like the guy in that picture. Reverend Rita said, when we pass, we get to be our favorite age. And that made me feel so good. And to know that those days were my dad's favorite age, must have been when he was in his 20s. And another thing is my dad had a tumor that broke apart his spine. And so he had to wear what's called a turtle shell. And it was like a vest. He would describe the pain that he felt coming from his torso as really tight. You know, the pain, it just felt really tight and he couldn't relax. And so she was telling me how tight he was describing the pain before he died. And the only way my dad could get out of a chair is if he leaned way far over and he pushed himself out. And Reverend Rita demonstrated how dad would get out of the chair and then she shared some very personal things that dad and I alone talked about before he passed. Having a spirit artist not only tell you about your loved one, but draw their picture. You know, that's something that I tell people on the airplane. I absolutely do. One thing I make sure that I tell people about why I'm sharing now is because grief really is a killer I would guess, because you're listening to this show right now, that you have had a loved one pass. In fact, I did a poll of people who are in our Facebook group. Most of the people come because a loved one has passed. There are people like me that start out on the journey because you're looking to find out what your purpose is in life or get some reassurance that the afterlife is real. But most people are interested because a loved one passes. And with the passing of a loved one comes grief. And if you're experiencing it right now, is the absolute worst thing we human beings have to deal with. 
One thing is so important that you know is that grief is for the most part out of your hands. It is your brain and body trying to readjust to a new reality. We have these things called neurotransmitters that are similar to all the liquids that make your car run. You know how we have gasoline and brake fluid and windshield wiping fluid and many other things? Well, our bodies have these neurotransmitters. And when we have a loved one pass, they get close to being depleted. And those neurotransmitters are what make us feel bad, what make us cry, what makes us angry, and so much else. So again, grab that free copy of my book, Chapter 10 is How to Survive Grief. It really gives a lot of information about how to help yourself build up those healthy levels of neurotransmitters. Anything like sunshine, being outside, if you have pets, giving them a good snuggle, being with other people, being in the present moment, journaling, hugs are good. All those kind of things really help in the process. And it is a long process, but your loved one is real and they're still around. Unfortunately, the more we love, the more it hurts. However, grief has the power to give us an opportunity of getting us on our soul's journey and determining what lies beyond and what our life is for. So as painful as it is, it can shut us down inside or it can actually give us life. So let's take our final break. And when we come back, I'll give you a few more pointers of what I'd say on the airplane. And then I'll tell you about the holidays and a little bit about that contest. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The four. The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and what we're talking about is what it would be like to be sitting next to me on an airplane. Between our breaks just now, I got a call from a friend of mine who unfortunately had a pet pass away. It was very, very ill, and she had to take it to the vet and put it to sleep. And my heart really goes out to her and to everybody who has a pet that has found their way into your heart that is no longer here on earth with you. In fact, if we were sitting together, that's a question I get a lot is what about our pets? It's great that our loved ones go on, but what about our pets? Absolutely, most definitely, our pets that we have loved, we will see again in the afterlife. So for my friend, Nancy, or for anybody. That moment that we pass ourselves when we take that last breath and we open them again, not only are our loved ones who have gone before us there, but our pets are there. What else would I tell you about the afterlife? Well, I'd have to share with you my discovery of electronic voice phenomena and how I went to a retreat center and took a course on recording sounds of what seems like nothing, only to have voices show up on them. That is one of the things that took me from believing in the afterlife to knowing is when with my own tape recorder, I recorded the sound of raindrops for just a minute after talking to my invisible grandmother, grandfather, aunt, and uncle, which I wasn't too sure they were there, but I told them, I really want this to be real, but I need them to talk loud. I need to hear on my own recording their voice to believe in EVPs. So after letting the tape recorder record for just a minute before I went to bed, I played it back. And lo and behold, on the recording, it says, Good night, Sandra. Good night. Good night. Good night. Amazing. And I went off to do hundreds, if not thousands, of electronic voice phenomena, EVP messages. And that's the first thing that gave me the backbone to share my investigation into the afterlife. People have heard messages from their loved ones. And most of the time, they're, I love you. But often there are shared memories. One fellow I worked with, his sister came through with an I love you, Billy. Remember the game we used to play? Remember Clue, which is the name of a game. So that was pretty special. Depending on how much time we had on our airplane journey, I would talk to you about what I know about near-death experiences and deathbed visitations, you know, those moments just before someone passes and what they see. I had a friend pass away a couple of weeks ago who was a hospice chaplain. And he had told the story about when his dad passed. And just a week prior to, 
He had been in a coma and he had woken up and he had sat straight up and he had looked out into the great beyond. He was telling his adult children what he saw in the afterlife. He could even see his best friend who had passed. But the funny thing is, is the friend had passed when the father was in the coma and no one had ever told him. I'm sure my friend Steve Kearney is enjoying the hereafter. I would also talk probably about some of the children who can see into the afterlife at a very young age. They know people that are around. They have a mediumistic quality. Often people ask, what is the point? What is the point of life? And it really is to have these different experiences and different emotions for our souls to grow. I wish I knew why the sky was blue. I do not. I wish I knew exactly how the afterlife works and who's in charge of it all. I do not. But I do believe wholeheartedly that we are all responsible for our own lives. The more experiences that we have here on earth, the better. The more we are loving and caring and being of service to another, that's the bonus points. The less we can listen to the negative voice in our head, the ego, the identity, and realize that's not who we really are, the better. So what's coming up as we record this are the holiday period, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, but of course you could be listening to this any day. But the holiday time or birthdays or anniversaries can be very, very difficult. And like I had said about grief, grief has the power to kill us. Unfortunately, there are many suicides that happen while people are grieving. They're so depressed that if they can't be with their loved one, they don't want to be at all, or they want to go with them. And that's not good either because the people that you leave behind will grieve and be in a lot of pain because you're not around. So there is a way through grief. I want to give you everything that I've got to let you know that it's a process that's out of our control with the different chemicals in our body that need to readjust, but we can do things to feel better and move through it a little faster. But after my dad died, it took a good four years before I felt like this dark cloud had lifted. And it was really tough. So give yourself some space. Give yourself some time. If you go to the website, our website, wedontdie.com, there is a Facebook group and there's a ton of people that you can talk to and communicate. So you don't have to be alone. I do say at the holiday time, really take care of yourself. Be gentle on yourself. It's okay to cry. It's okay to do things that make you feel good, whether it's getting a massage or taking a bubble bath or shutting out the family and watching a funny movie or doing that with them. Get plenty of sleep, exercise if you can. Try to minimize over-drinking that's alcohol I'm talking about, overeating, too much sugar, all of that can really make you feel even worse. When you set your holiday table, I know many people who leave a space for their loved one, they put a place setting down and they include them in their festivities as if they were physically there because they are there, just not physically. 
I've heard from far too many mediums in our medium demonstrations. There are so many detailed bits of evidence that their loved one knows because they were there. They were there at the holiday table as you were carving the turkey. But you can do things in your person's honor. You can donate money to their favorite cause. You could plant a tree. You can play their favorite music. As you decorate the Christmas tree, as you put things on the tree, think about them, think about their hands on it with you. I see my grandmother in my mind's eye when we put up our Christmas tree, and I know she's there. Trust those feelings that are coming through, that those really are your loved ones. There's some great movies that you can watch, those feel-good movies. It doesn't have to be a holiday movie, just anything that will put a smile on your face. Talk to them. Have an empty cup as you're drinking your coffee and keep that conversation alive. Before you go to bed at night or first thing in the morning when you wake up, think about them. Talk to them. Imagine yourself sitting on a park bench with them. You say what you want to say and let them say what they want to say. As much as you may think this is just your imagination and you're making it up, I've said it to you before. I'll say it again. They work through our imagination. Please be forewarned if you get negative messages that come through or fearful things. That is our own subconscious mind. Messages from beyond are messages of love. Do I believe in hell? I do not. I believe right here is the toughest thing we will have to deal with. So before I leave you, I want to tell you about the BigelowInstitute.org. It's the Bigelow Institute for Consciousness Studies, and they put out a contest this past year for people to write essays about the reasons they believe in the afterlife, and they have literally given out $1 million. 29 separate essays have won. The first place winner is Jeffrey Mishlove, PhD, who's won $500,000. Second prize for $300,000, Pim Van Lommel, MD. It's a medical doctor. Third prize, Leo Ruckby, PhD. 150,000. There's a bunch of people that won 50,000 and a bunch of people that won 20,000. Many, in fact, most of them, as I look at them, have medical doctor and or PhD behind their names. The essays have not come out yet. And I think there were some 2,000 people that entered this. These 29 winners, not only have they won money, but I'm excited to read why they believe in the reality of the afterlife. So as soon as that comes out, you believe me, I am going to be talking about who they are and what they wrote about. But if you want to read more about it, you can go to the bigelowinstitute.org and read all about the contest. So our time today has come to an end. It always goes by so very fast. I did want this to be a lighthearted conversation because you're not alone in your quest for believing in the afterlife. Life is a tough journey. It's the hardest part of our journey. But our life here is just a thread in the fabric of our soul. Don't you love that quote? There's such a bigger picture. 
So around you right now, my friend, are loved ones and guides and people cheering you on. Don't be afraid. We're in this together. Our home base is wedontdie.com, and there is a ton there for you to explore. And please be our guest on one of our free Sunday gatherings with a mediumship demonstration included. You never know, your loved one might come through. I want to thank you for listening. I'm Sandra Champlain. You have been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.